and we are live. Welcome, everyone. This is Practice Success Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Alcade. Again, this is, I'm grateful I'm able to do this again with you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for um, subscribing to my show and appreciate you and just anything that um, you do. Thank you so much. But today I have a special guest. Um, her name is Angie. She works with big companies with e-commerce. And she she's a founder of Clutch Businesses. She helps female entrepreneurs go from hustle to flow by automating processes, amplifying existing revenue channels, and finding ways they could do more with less, and so that they could, you know, spend more time with their loved ones instead of being too busy. Um, she's a, one of the best that works in the e-commerce. She has a lot of experience working in big companies and now she teaches what she have learned to doing e-commerce in those big companies and now she's trying to give back. Um, I'm excited. I want to learn everything about her, her background, her stories and what she's doing and these tough times. So let's meet her and let's let's see um, what she can bring into the table. I want to I wanna learn all about e-commerce. Today's topic is how to leave your 9 to 5 job by building an online store. So I'm excited. Let's go meet her. And yeah, that'd be cool. Hello, hello, hello. Can Hi. you hear me, Angie? I can. Can you hear me? Oh, absolutely. I can okay. hear you. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> well, Angie, thank you so much for coming on to the show. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Wow, me too. So, um, before we started, um, where are you at located? Um, where are you coming from? Um, where are you like coming on the show from? Yeah, so I'm I'm uh, here from Denver, Denver, Denver. Colorado. Cool. Yeah. Oh, how exciting! Um, okay, so um, Angie, before we get started, tell, tell, um, give my audience a little bit of context your of your professional career so that we can get a little bit of background of you. Yeah, so I started my career actually working for Target Corporation in their um, in their buying offices, and that led to uh, you know me. I, well, I was I learned from one of the best. I mean, they're incredible at what they do, and I was able to use that then to uh, to go and work for some of the the greatest designers and manufacturers uh, in the country, and or some of the most gifted. And, uh, you know, obviously all of those are heavily e-commerce focused. Um, my, my role in each of those companies was, was, you know, generally they were all startups. So you wear like 500 different hats, but uh, my role was generally in product development and operations. And so again, coming from Target, you know, they're so efficient and so good at what they do. I mean, they just... There's, there's not a glitch anywhere. I mean, I'm sure, you know, we could find some as customers here and there, but for the most part, the experience from start to finish is pretty flawless. And so I was able to use all of that, um, all of that knowledge and experience that I had gained from them and share them or share that with all of these startups that I was working with um, or smaller organizations. And you know, I've, I always say that I successfully automated myself out of a ton of jobs because, you know, I just I am able to see ways to simplify things that I think it's really hard to see when you're when you're in it. Um, you know, it, it's so easy as entrepreneurs to to get in the weeds and um, and maybe it's not even about it being in the weeds. It's really about 
um, you're focused on different things. You're focused on making money. You're not focused on on doing it in the easiest way possible. And so sometimes you just need somebody to to come in and and help you see that and and help you implement it. And so that's that's what I've been doing. Um, and I've been doing it within organizations and. At the start of this year, I uh, I started my own business, um, doing that then for female entrepreneurs um, who are you know owners of small businesses, and just like you said, making life easier for them. So I think we all do a really good job of of making life complicated sometimes. So um, yeah, I just want everybody to be as fulfilled as possible and to be able to focus on on the reasons why they started a business. So I think oftentimes we lose. We lose sight of that. We lose our passion for it because we get stuck doing all of these things that don't fulfill us. I mean, invoicing and and you know doing data entry, none of that is is fulfilling for for most people. Mm, very interesting. We are flawed people, though. We, yeah. we we tend to mess everything up before we get totally, it right. <laughs> totally. And there's something beautiful about that, though, too, right? You learn something along the way, no matter what. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's always a time where you could always like learn something from like just talking, like looking. But you know, we we tend to like, oh, this is gonna be hard. Um, this is this is um gonna be hard harder, and I don't know how to do things. And like we make things so complicated. I think it's like a human nature. We tend to make things so complicated that. Um, most of the time we give up because it's too complicated. But totally. I, I like the simple part. I like the simple part that that, that you mentioned. How, what kind of system, what kind of simple, what kind of automation? You said you automated yourself to like work with these big companies. Like what, what, what do you mean by that? Yeah, I mean, it's different in every situation, I guess, in every company because you know, every company, even mine, admittedly, even mine has things that somebody would be like, why are you, you know, why are you doing it that way? Um, it's so much more, you could do it so much more easily. But um, so I guess it depends on the organization because we all have our strengths and our weaknesses. Um, and, you know, we've all got a long history of employees doing things and setting them up in certain ways. But um, I guess uh, one of the examples that I've got is one of the uh, one of the most recent companies I worked for, they had a, a full-time person. So this is an, a, an online retailer, an e-commerce site. They had a full-time person that was responsible for putting back order dates on the website. So mm-hmm. they would enter it into this, you know, they would get the information that something was on back order, whether it was a stocked item or something that they were bringing in from um, a manufacturer, you know, kind of drop shipping it. And they would get that information, then they have to go in and manually key it in. And then they'd have to also put it on the website. And then when it came back in stock, they'd have to go in and manually update that. So take it off or show that it was back in stock. And they had to do that for over, gosh, I think they had probably 2,000 items. So, it, you know, the, the information was not real time, nor was it accurate at all. So what we did is we built a script and, you know, this is like tech jargon that doesn't really matter, but we built a script that automatically pulled in data 
from all of the all of the places that were available, showing when things fell out of stock and when they were going to be back in stock. And that script took that information and automatically added that backorder date and then automatically took it off when it came back in stock. And now what that means is that they so the, the information was real time. The customer service team was like, thank you. This makes such a huge difference because they were fielding so many calls because the information wasn't accurate. Um, then, so they, they freed up a lot of time with customer service so that they could have, you know, more meaningful conversations with customers instead of angry and upset conversations. And they had this full-time person that was responsible for doing that, but then they could reallocate their time to something, something else. Or if, if they wanted, they, you know, they could let that person go and free up that capital that they were putting towards their, uh, their salary. So that, you know, that's one person, but on a team of, gosh, they probably had 50 employees. I mean, that's a pretty, that's a pretty big, uh, pretty big percentage of, of their employees. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's, it is pretty big percent of, if you could automate those things, um, this would save the company a lot of money, right? A lot of money. Mm -hmm. huh. So you you what you're doing is it a software is it an app or so, is it like knowledge on the back end that because of your accumulated knowledge that you know what to do there's shortcuts to how to do things yeah, I mean, I think we're in a really special time right now where we've mm -hmm. got, there's so many software as a service platforms mm -hmm. that can do, I mean, I basically take the approach of identifying pain points. So anytime somebody says, like anybody, anytime an employee voices frustration about something or, or I see errors start to show up or just things that are taking a really long time, because we have all of these relatively cheap and, and mostly customizable services of software platforms. Um, I take, I, I identify, I start to see those things and then I say, well, there's got to be an app for it or there's got to be a software for it. There's got to be some way that we can make that easier. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that takes a lot of research and, you know, obviously there's, when you're running a business, there isn't a lot of time to do that. Um, but it, you know, it is possible. All of those things that you think every day, oh my gosh, this is so frustrating, or why is this taking so long? Or there are so many steps. There are way too many steps. I, I get it wrong every time. Eliminating human opportunities to eliminate human error. There's, there is a way to fix it. It's just finding the time to, to invest in, in fixing it. Hmm. Very interesting. Okay, so. It sounded like you could help out so much people, so so many companies to actually do that. Okay, uh, on your training though, is this what you teach your student, or you teach them how to build their own store? Oh yeah, so I just launched a course in September that teaches you, like walks you step by step through building and launching an e-commerce store in just five hours. So it's just five hours. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, you could take a, just a half day off, you use a half day of vacation and have an, an e-commerce store at the end of it, um, mm. or just spend an hour every night for a week and, and have that. And, and that five hours includes the time to, to take the training, to go through the training. Um, and the, the idea is that, you know, you're, so having an e-commerce store 
frees up or it offers a lot of flexibility that a lot of businesses don't. And you can, you know, depending on the model that that you choose. So like you and I, Jonathan, were talking about drop shipping. If you choose a drop shipping model, you can basically do that from anywhere and you can do it at any time of the day. You can do it as many hours or as few hours as you want. So there's an and there are so many e-commerce uh platforms right now that that automate almost everything so especially if you're doing drop shipping like you were talking about jonathan you you don't ever see the product you don't ever have to touch it and your orders are just automatically coming if you set it up right that's that's my one caveat if you set it up right from the beginning your orders flow through automatically the only thing that you might have to handle are customer service issues where you know a customer didn't get something or they or it arrived damaged or something like or they just didn't like it those are maybe the only times that you have to get involved and so it's a pretty seamless um, it's a pretty seamless business and it's relatively easy to replace your full-time income with a store so i always say that you know, if you, let's say that you make like $80,000 a year. Um, if you have an e-commerce store that uh, averages, that has products that average about $100 in retail, and you've got like a, a 50% margin, which is what I would recommend everybody shoots for. I know a lot of people are comfortable going lower than that. But anyway, so you make $80,000, you average about $100 in retail. You basically only need five customers a day in order mm-hmm. to, to make $80,000. And that's $80,000 in profit, so not $80,000 in revenue. Um, so that's all to say, you know, there's a lot of flexibility with it. It's It can be relatively easy um, to to make what you're making at a full-time job now. Um, and yeah, it's it's a lot less stressful. So it aligns really well, I think, with with my mission, it can be added on to existing businesses really easily. So, you know, if you've got a, um, I don't know, if even if you've got a consulting business or you're, I'm trying to think of some good examples, but if you've got a consulting business, there might be a product that, or a couple of products that you're using for all of your customers that you could put on an, on an e-commerce store and start selling to other people. So, you know, you're generating revenue from stuff you have already, you've already got. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, an e-com store can benefit pretty much any businesses. It's and especially when it's working. There, there's cost and investment behind having an online store. What do you recommend on like you know, what do you do because there's cost and there's like learning curve that needs to be done. So, what's the cost-efficient way that you teaches that would benefit um, your client or customers, but on investing into this kind of training? Yeah, no, that's a great question and a great thing for people to consider when they're building a store. So I would say that right now you have the ability to to do this with very little risk and very little financial investment. Mm-hmm. It may not be, so in order to do that though, it may not look like what you want it to look like, you know, a year down the road or five years down the road. But drop shipping is, and and I know that there's like a lot of people have a negative feeling about it mm-hmm, um, because mm-hmm. the, the quality isn't there. You know, you're just buying stuff off the shelf, but it's a great way. So you need 
zero cash to get started, maybe $30 a month to pay for uh, an e-commerce platform, but you're not paying for inventory in that case. So you don't have to have any capital. And if you choose the right e-commerce platform, again, you don't have to have a huge team because a lot of it is automated. So, so I would recommend, you know, starting off testing a few products that are similar, you know, it's very similar to, to what you think you want to do later down the road, some more customized things, but start doing that, start, start generating some revenue and testing some things to see what works and, and, and also working out all the kinks that you talked about, right? Like there, there are things that are going to go wrong in any business that you start. And at least you're, you're figuring it out with in a low risk situation. And then you can use that capital to finance, you know, if you've, if you've got a dream product that you, that you want to make and sell to people, you, you know, you can use that revenue that you're generating to do that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's very true. It, it, how long does it take for, uh, um, because I've done, I've tried it and I, I didn't like the concept of it. However, I, I see the possibilities of it if you stay on it longer mm -hmm. and if you have the right strategy, it, it can be very profitable, yeah. widely profitable. And this is something you can start overnight and it's not, it's not hard as long as you have the right training and strategy. But how long will it take for a, a store if you were to build it? How long will it take to become profitable? I think it depends on the product. I mean, I hate to say that, but I think it really depends on, on what it is. And I also think it depends on your commitment. So the so the course that I have, you know, helps you build your store and launch it in a really short amount of time. But it doesn't cover the, the marketing and, and the growth. You know, obviously that's something that will come down the road, but, but so I think that if you are, uh, you know, really committed to this and, and really committed to getting out of your shell. So I think, you, you know, you and I talked about that, the, the course launch itself. And I was like, you know, I built it and they didn't come because I, I, you know, I, I created this thing and I, you know, I, I maximized my SEO and I, you know, I did all the things that I was supposed to, but I didn't tell anybody about it. I wasn't, wow. you know, like I wasn't reaching out to, to individuals and telling them how important this was, which is, you know, totally counter to, to my mission, right? Is like, I just want everybody to, to be able to live the life that they want. And, and I wasn't acting in that way. So, you know, for me, it was a little bit of a mindset thing. And I think if you can get, if you are not a person that struggles with that, or you can, you know, find a way to get through it. If you, so this is another analogy that I have with the, so the $80,000 a year, let's say that's your, your salary. If you, if you want to make that much in your online store, all you have to do so is tell five of your friends. So I have this, um, this fake store that I use in some of my, in some of my talks, it's called Bow Wow Dogs, not a real store at all, but it sells dog products. And so, and that's an actually a, a pretty low retail item. So, you know, you're averaging probably 10 to 20, maybe in the $50 range for some things. But so given those low retails, if you told five of your friends and then five, you know, they told five of their friends and then that, you know, that stream of five people told just three other people. And then those three, you know, that that tier of three people told just two more people. 
you've got your you've got eighty thousand dollars in profit a year. So it's but but it takes reaching out to or sorry, I said five people to start. I actually meant fifty people to start. 50 to 100, right? So you have to reach out to 50 to 100 of your closest friends or, or people that you know and say, you know what? I launched this awesome store. I've got this amazing product and I, I'd love for you. I'd love for you to buy it and then just get them excited about it. And that's where, you know, building the right platform and having the right systems in place because they can buy it and not tell anybody. If you're not asking them to and if you're not getting them pumped about it, they're not going to. But if if you're you know if you're able to do those things and get everybody invested, it's it's relatively easy. But that's that's a hard mindset thing to get past, I think. <laughs> mindset is always always the hardest barrier to get past. I mean, you're your worst critic. You probably <laughs> tell yourself like, oh, don't do this. You're gonna look so awful. Right. But, <laughs> It's true. Like we build a product, we we launch something, we don't tell nobody, and we ended up with no customers, with mm -hmm. nothing. nothing. So, like, what do you got to lose if you were to share it with your friends or uh, like share it with social media? And you only need to like fifty people. But what what did you do, Angie? Did you do it yourself? Did you did you send out those? Hey, I have an e-com store started. Can you guys check it out? Did you were you able to do that? And what are the results of you doing that? Yeah, that, so I've done that. I've not done that for myself, but I've done that for clients. And mm. and as long as, like I said, as long as you can um, you can leverage those personal relationships. And just to put it into context, you know that I would say that the average person has like 400, 400 people, four hundred friends on Facebook. If so, the the number of people that you have to reach out to initially is just 20% of that, which is, I mean, that's, that's a really small, uh, to me, that's a small number when I think about it in that way, right? And so, so yes, if, if you, what we have done in the past is reach out, really leverage that, that close-knit um, friend base or, or contact base. And as long as you're able to do that, and, or as long as we were able to do that, and we and we were able to continue to nurture that relationship and that excitement. It it worked every time. I mean, it, and and quickly. Like that's that's the thing. I mean, you can if you if you sat down and spent, gosh, ten days reaching out, like actively reaching out to fifty people. There's, I mean, you could replace your income in just a couple of months. Very interesting. Yeah, because um, you don't have to make it all at once. That's the caveat. I'm not going to say that you're going to get all $80,000 in two months, but you don't get, you know, you're not getting paid a lump sum from, from your job every month or, you know, once a year, you're, you're getting it, you know, every two weeks or once a month. And so that's, you know, you're, you're going to be able to, to have that, see that revenue coming in really quickly if, if you're able and willing to, to reach out in that way. Mm. I, I, it's very interesting to me because it's true. If if you you have the right, again, if you have the right strategy and you have the right training and anything is possible, drop shipping, it would, it definitely works depending on your mindset. It's hard 
I, I know it, it's hard, especially when you don't have the experience or the, the knowledge to go behind dropshipping. Because I know I did it all through YouTube, and trust me, it wasn't that good. And <laughs> and if you if you have someone who's actually doing it and actually knows what they're doing and know how to build a store, it might be a learning curve, and it could be a learning curve that could be easily easily learned. Um, Tell me a little bit more about the company that you worked at. Um, how was this a service, or do you work with them internally? So it's been a combination of both. So for the last, I would say, 10, 10 years, I've worked internally, and then had a few consulting things along the way. And then just at the beginning of this year, I started doing it a hundred percent in in a consulting fashion. In consulting fashion. Mm-hmm. Do you like it that way better? I do actually. I mean, I I wouldn't have been able to do it if I wouldn't have had that that experience being internal. I think there's something really valuable about that, um, and understanding just the conversations and and the fears and concerns that people have with with outsiders coming in. Because I think you know a lot of companies have have hired consultants and gotten wildly mixed results. You know, they can be really effective and they can be really ineffective. So and almost create more you know, more issues um, because they don't understand the culture. And so I think if I would have if I would have been a consultant straight out of school, I think it would have been a disaster. Um, but I, I know what these companies value. And and if I don't know initially, I know to, to ask. And I know that that's incredibly important to understand and to be the, the driving force of all of the work that we do. And that's that's one of the reasons why I, so in, in my consulting business and, and even with this course that I created, it was really important to me that there wasn't a huge time investment required. So when I'm, when I'm, you know, got my, my consulting, my 100% consulting hat on, I, um, I rely really minimally on the involvement of, uh, of staff or leadership in these organizations, because I know that they don't have the time. And if they don't, if, and, and they also don't really, they're not in a place to really like believe in it yet because they haven't seen it work and they haven't, you know, they, they haven't seen it in action. And so, you know, what we, what I spend a lot of my time doing is the, the actual implementation of this. And that implementation is not, you know, meeting for an hour once a day, or, you know, having, having an entire day where we're uh, meeting with all of the, all of the people that need to be involved in, in making that happen. Um, And then, you know, just passing it off to them and crossing my fingers and, and hoping for the best. So everything that I do is, is, um, really kind of low impact or low impact on, on their time um, and really big impact in terms of what it'll do for their business. And, and I think the course is set up the same way by, you know, again, just, just, it just requires five hours and, and you've got a store all set up and, you know, that's something that could easily take uh, like, you know, five to six months just, just to get the store built and, and launched. If you were trying to, do it by yourself or, you know, if you hired another, uh, you know, another developer or something like that to do it for you. Cause it's, yeah, it just, it gets a little hairy. It gets a little away from you. 
It's okay, guys. Um, mine only took me four months. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's so much better if you get someone on your side to actually do this dropshipping thing or building your online store. I'm not there yet, but one of yeah. these I know that it can be very profitable and widely um, it, um, effective as well for your marketing and also for your own stuff and having that you know online. Um, selling stuff online, it, it gives you so, the like that knowledge and that experience to actually sell online. That's exciting. Yeah. So, Angie, it's been amazing. I mean, yeah, I, I love you. everything that you're doing. I really do love the mission as well. Um, but you, 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 you gotta market yourself. <laughs> this is yeah. like one of the things. And yeah. if you don't market yourself, you won't be able to help people. And you know, they're not gonna come to you. You actually gotta reach out to them. And I know that for a fact because I'm doing it. So I know, I know they're not gonna come to me. And I have lots of competition and for, especially for attention. But Angie, you're amazing. Thank you for Thank coming you, on the show. How can we get in contact with you? And you know, what do, how can we get uh, to know more, a little bit more in this training because it's important? Yeah, so I actually offer a free, uh, a free masterclass for anybody that's interested in finding out more about the, the system, the step-by-step -step system that I use. Um, and they can find that by visiting the completeonlinestore.com backslash intro training. Complete online store. Okay, guys, um, I have it right here. The complete online store.com slash intro training. Um, visit it. Um, gonna be the link is on the comment as well. It's on the description as well of this show, so you guys can't miss it. And how can they contact with you? Um, is it like on like Facebook or anything like that? Because that would be a lot easier. Yeah, totally. So I am, um, I'm on all the sites and you can find me at Clutch Businesses. So Facebook, Instagram, and I'm, I'm active in DMs. So if anybody has questions or, um, or wants to know more, I'm, I'm always there. Perfect. Angie. Okay. So guys, that that's, that's it from us. Hopefully you get in contact with Angie. If you want to learn something and, you know, learn from someone who's actually have experience doing it. She worked with big companies and she, now she's trying to pass on her knowledge and what she, um, what she learned. Um, so yeah, that's it from us. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening listening and that's it and if you are listening to this on youtube because we are live on different platform please subscribe it actually helps support the things that i'm doing i want to give you ideas i want to give you um ideas on how to do things and what other people are doing and maybe it will trigger you to do and uh, take some action yourself because hey we don't want to work nine to five forever and that's it that's it from us thank you angie awesome yep. thank you jonathan Bye, guys. Bye.